It was very loud because Middle Tennessee State just scored. I heard taking a shot. Yeah. Things are getting hyped. Yeah. Again, you don't just defeat the Blue Raiders on right. merit. You don't walk into Murfreesboro, okay, talking that talk. That's right. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is my legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet, www.thewheelroute.com. You can send us emails, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. You can get the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Pod Center, Stitcher. We're also on Instagram, at Podcast. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter, I log on the dawn. Coming to you guys live-ish from Stewart, Florida, where guys have stopped training. You'll be happy to know. I think we made it almost all day today with no rain. There were some sprinkles. I'm not counting those. Non-accumulatory rain does not count. We're back. Um, just a, the weather's been... I was sitting on the front porch yesterday with 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 the spawn, with the sequel, and it was nice. It was breezy out there. And uh, and I'm happy to report that uh, fall, fall may be close. A delightful fall day in Southern Florida. Exactly. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where if the internet is to be trusted, we did did reach 80 degrees today. Um, oh, wow. Lovely day. Welcome. Have the windows open, driving around. Um, I'm on Twitter.com, at Shank Jordan. Tough day for the budget as I pressed uh, send on a student loan payment for the first time in years. Uh, so. Indeed. Pour one out, RNP to some of my more discretionary spending, and and the fun days of those. Your um, local economy aid is. But the good news is that the Powerball is at one point two billion with a B dollars. I saw that's that. right, and I love the way my ticket looks. Um, <laughs> you you saw that board correctly. You saw it. Really, really feel like I can trust the the leans that my data guys gave me. Like the feedback I got from my vice captains. Um, Love that. So we'll see how those go. Just got to go out and perform now. Just got to go out and perform. I got to go hit the shots. Yeah. Put a quarter zip on and an earpiece and let my man cook, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Jason Kreck. I am also in the friendly city of Harrisonburg, Virginia. Uh, I can confirm that it at least felt like it was touching 80 today. Um, I went out to. Uh, hit the old white ball around a little bit and found that Lakeview Golf Club was completely closed uh, for a 27-hole tournament. Uh, so all I could do was hit balls and putt and chip around. So I, um, you know, I got the I got the greenside spinners working. I worked on the... How bad is the chipping green these days? Oh, I didn't go to the chipping green. I don't, I don't slum it over there yet. I made dents in the putting green like a true... Yeah. Um, but I also I worked on the, the Logan David Whitehouse uh, eight iron bump and run from around the fringe oh. too. Ooh, so, ooh, ooh. The, yeah, maybe getting a little out over my skis on the uh, short game side, considering I just met uh, like passable standards. But hey, right. let's see what happens. Well, you don't le- learn to swim in the shallow end of the pool. That's right, Jason. Don't I know it? 
That's why you have to debut it on super high leverage situations when you're yeah. playing golf. Like I'm setting it up for hole 35 of the Munger tournament next year with Jordan, so he gets maximally angry at me. Alternatively, yeah. just don't miss the green. Then you don't have to worry about deciding which of these like ridiculously touchy little little shots you have to try to hit. I've been Admittedly trying that. Going back health. to my philosophy about bunkers. There is something about a really nicely clipped bunker shot that just kind of sits right down there that you feel like nothing like serves notice to the rest of your group that you have what mm -hmm. it takes to that compete is, at the that's highest the true, level. That's the true like, shot is the like yeah, clipped. Just, yeah. You're just like, oh, oh yeah, that was the one. But like mm -hmm. usually it happens after you've like hit two into the lip and then you just like <laughs> up and down for double out. here. That'll be fine. Yeah, and, right, right. Yeah. Bingo. Um, are we drinking anything this evening, gentlemen? Uh, just various waters. Still still trying to be hydrated, flush the fatigue. Just, how's, the, how's the medical report? Uh, Clean-ish, you okay. know. The, the tests are negative, which is good. Uh, still dealing with the, like, tiredness There's, and the brain fog at times. This one, This one lingered for me up until, like, basically this week. And I had it yeah. right before you did. So um, I am drinking <clears throat> a Sierra Nevada Nooner, which Ooh. is apparently their Pilsner. Very smooth, as Pilsners tend to be. Um, I have a Civil Society Brewing Company Beach Boat Repeat Tropical Blonde Ale. Whoa. It's good. Yeah, words nice. on that label. BBR. It's with what's always always called it. Beach boat repeat. Um, yeah. So anyhow, it's it's really good actually. I stepped away from my normal, you know, hazy IPA run that 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 this place is known for, and uh, you know, tried some different. Proud well of you for branching out. Shout out to civil society. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Do you guys care? Do you guys care to update the coaching carousel tracker at all? Have you had any moments of clarity in the shower? about candidates and or jobs that you think could come open. I mean, we can touch on the preposterous of the like three and a half hours where everybody thought it'd be urban. Yeah. We did have some like, that was pretty, pretty weird and all. I think we got our first Russian. taste of like, you can't trust these blue checks anymore. Probably. Yeah, that's true. Which maybe will be good in the long run to get that out of the way early. <laughs> with something yes. relatively low impact. Did you guys see Tom Fernelli's tweet? No. Which one? Oh. Um, it was he's Tom Fernelli cracks me up. He's like, remember, guys, as always, the news is gonna be broken oh, by yeah. a super obscure source <laughs> and not, Definitely and not, not the national writers, not the national have writers agents, that yeah. have been plugged in with all the agents and feeding them information constantly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, very uh very well said there. So yeah. shout out Tom. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like Urban Meyer is not going to go to the sixth or seventh best job in a conference if he returns to coaching. That's just my opinion, but we'll see. Maybe he's got the itch, and he, you know he's got the price too. Everybody's got a price. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's feeling good after Swamp Kings. You know, he's ready for, ready to get back to it. Now, I mean, I, I don't know. I like, don't what... know that that's the direction you want to go, given the exit reason for your now ex head coach. 
given given some sure. of the pictures that were circulating uh, right while urban was a jaguar temporarily uh, oh guys i have some breaking news guys it's raining it's raining here uh, it's raining oh, here in south florida thing uh sheesh never taunt the weather <laughs> um yeah no i'm with you jordan I, I think it would be not the best look for michigan state i don't know that michigan state needs to not swing for the fences if they have cash to spend and you know want to go for it i don't know who the candidate to splash the most money at that would be interested in michigan state is but tbd we'll keep an eye on it i don't know that there's any other jobs and or candidates that we want to joke about at this point uh, things could get a little dicey for Mike Gundy, Dana Holgerson, and Matt Campbell uh, if things continue to trend the way that they're going. So, um, I would agree. We'll, we'll we'll see. Can you guys hear that? It's like raining really hard on my skylight. Okay, yeah, no, it's like very loud in my ears. Okay, stand up on your chair and get get that headset nice and close. <laughs> you put it'll, it'll put the listeners to sleep. Um, if they're not already, hey Okay, Ew. let's let's talk some college football games upcoming this weekend. Jordan, is this the weekend? The, the who's? It they welcome be. William and Mary to town. William and Mary, pretty good team, right? From what I understand, uh, they were in the top five of FCS for a while. I think they just yeah. got upset by Elon, but um, are are usually in the top ten the last couple of years. Okay. All right. Well, um, if you have any vibes check on UVA, Jordan, or are you still abstaining? Uh, mostly abstaining. I'll <laughs> see the occasional tweet about, oh, so-and-so is also injured and out for several weeks mm-hmm. or out for the season. Uh, so yeah. none, none of the news coming across is great. Um, so I think my personal moratorium on consuming said news is probably – Probably a wise decision. Probably to continue. Um, Yeah, I think, like, if you're Virginia, if you get a chance, absolutely run up the score. Like, (laughs) get all the poison out. Well, this is, this might be. I qualified that by saying if you get the chance. Right. So, I hope they do. I feel, I feel like they are struggling with the thing of, like, well, we, I need to make a big play and like make up for the four previous weeks as well. You think they're pressing and a little bit? They could be pressing. Yeah. As somebody who has seen people press in other areas, <laughs> uh, there are some, yeah. there are some classic telltale signs of pressing and just like way too much self pressure being yeah. applied. They definitely have the feel of like a team that just like needs to get a win out of the way so that they can yeah. like prove to themselves that it can happen. Um, otherwise, like remember what it feels of- like can keep yeah. doubling down on some bad stuff um that or the coach isn't pressing the right buttons hmm? mm. that could also be happening hmm? someone is pressing the wrong buttons so um all right well good luck i, to the I think my fear though is that like they get out to a comfortable lead and then they just try and sit on it and establish the run and like <laughs> No. <laughs> and like the final what score is like 24, 27-21, like super disgusting second half, Florida style. Yeah, I could see that happening. Foot needs to stay on the gas. Okay. 
Jordan, you really you really threw us a curveball in Pickville this week, right right smack dab in the middle of Pickville. So we'll talk about some other sort of interesting games here. Uh, Washington State is at UCLA. Uh, can I interest you guys in this one? Of course. I want to see, see some. Not. I want to see some Washington State. I haven't really seen them in any sort of like extended action very much this year. East Coast bias. I get it. I'm an elitist douche, but it's fine. Um, I think this is an early-ish game in the day. So I'm trying to find might, it right now. That's to, uh, three o'clock, so that'll be noon local. Cool. So yeah, uh, not a great evening s- slate this. I hate week, to so. I hate to bum you out, but I don't think you'll be watching any of this game. Oh, is it on Pac-12, Pac-12? Network? Pac-12 Network. Um, that is. What is that? A streamer thing or? The, uh, Hulu doesn't have it. I was gonna say I, I think it's a cable channel. I feel and... like I had it at one point. I wonder if YouTube TV has it still. Mm-hmm. They might not have it anymore. They may have dropped it. Hard to say. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I I kind of I actually would like to see both of these teams in in non Utah settings uh, for UCLA just to kind of see what's what's going on with them. Um, I feel like they've been kind of kind of quiet, but like building a little bit of momentum, you know, talented team, good, really good quarterback recruit, like doing all the things that like you need to do to kind of make the leap. Um, but, you know, eventually they got to actually make the leap. So this is, I mean, Washington State's like ranked like what, 13th. So good opportunity for all involved. Yeah. I, when I watched Washington State, the bits and pieces I did against Oregon State, I was really impressed. Uh, sure. They do everything fast, and I think that's how UCLA wants to operate as well. Do you guys um, want? Do you guys want to play guess the line with this? I see it. No, fair mm, enough. I'm gonna say UCLA minus one, mm, minus three. Hmm. The total I see is sixty. So it's I see fifty nine. So mm. would love to see this game. Thanks. Leadership of college athletics. Oh, there's ways. That's there's fair. ways to do it. We can sidebar. But I'm going to about it first. Yeah, good idea. All right. Marshall is at North Carolina State. This one seemed juicy. NC State busting out the MJ Morris era starts this week. RIP to our sweet boy, Brennan Armstrong. Just kidding. He's still around. But, you know, his career maybe, maybe are resting at this point. So, um, I think Marshall's, Marshall's kind of good, right? Before we totally leave Brendan Armstrong in the dust, um, I think he could be an awesome, like, CFL quarterback. Oh, yeah. He does have the spirit. He has the spirit of a CFL gunslinger. That just just feels right. 13 13 players on the field. I think the opportunity. That's a vibes choice, yeah. Those, like, sort of um, prospective uh, yeets will be closer to people with more people on the field. I think that that will be helpful for him. So, yeah. the running start, uh, like slants and stuff. Can you imagine Tyreek Tyree Hill in the CFL? I was thinking about this. Can you imagine Tyreek Hill in the CFL getting a running start? <laughs> Your running start. <laughs> I mean, he already kind of gets running start half the time anyway, yeah. like side to side. But I want to see I mean, Tyreek Hill in like rugby sevens. That too. Just out on the Just wing. Get him the pill out in space. <laughs> get him the and pill. watch these guys lose their minds. Well, Let my man cook. Yeah, he he's built kind of like a rugby player. Very thick, a lot of neck. Thick through the trunk. Shoulder neck transition is non-existent. Yeah. Um, all right, Marshall, NC State, 
I don't really think this is going to be a beautiful display of football. I just wanted to put this on here because NC State announced they were moving on for Brendan Armstrong earlier this week. Seems like a weird team and defense to do that against. Um, but it is a home game. Um, you would hate for MJ Morris to come out and uh, lose his first start to Marshall. So Agreed. interesting decision making all around by by the decision makers. Yeah. Um, I think it it could be a fascinating game. It's on the CW, as all great ones are. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah I don't, NC State's true. really getting the primetime slots. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> NC State, uh, they stopped the run pretty well, and uh, Marshall wants to run it a pretty decent amount. Uh, Marshall's a little bit untested. Yeah, they're 4-0, and that's awesome. But three of those are Albany, Virginia Tech, and ODU at home. Um, they did go to ECU. Let the record show it was Jason who mentioned Virginia Tech as oh. being untested. I will emphasize that that Not is untested. Yeah. Um, they did go to ECU and kind of mollywall up them down in Greenville, which is not nothing. I don't think ECU is great, but at least it was on the road. So I think Mike this Houston be left the gate that. unlocked, it sounds like. That's what it sounds yeah, like to me. Did. Somebody left the dang gate unlocked. <laughs> I wonder how many people like actually re- get get that reference. We say it more than any any group of people probably on Earth, right? Several. Do, do, is, is, does, is there a portion of JMU Twitter that still says like "lock the gate" and stuff like that? Um, they don't. <laughs> or they try to divorce. LTG. Do they try to divorce okay. themselves from the Mike Houston? So yeah, it's it's more said uh, because JMU fans are uh, teenagers in the college football world. Um, there's a lot of oh, angst around Mike Houston leaving, and um, you know, a lot of people claim that they definitely would have turned down a quadrupling of their salary um, to stay at JMU, and they're all incorrect. And so, there's it tends to be used now by the, by the you know the deep JMU state uh, in a mocking tone when ECU loses, the which the I think is if you will, huh? The alt right, yeah, which. Uh, it, it tends to be used in a mocking tone, which I think is quite lame, but, um, you know. Okay. They can well, live but their life. We don't. But well, the, I mean, the, we certainly aren't making fun of it when we bring it up, so. No, definitely not. No. Um, you guys, as always, support everything Jamie does. So. Athletic supporters. Always have, We've always, always will. said this. Always yes, been absolutely. Supporters. All right. Um, Bama. The Crimson Tide. Makes sure. trip. I almost picked this one, but we pick a lot of Bama games. Oh no, that that's fine. I'm surprised you didn't put Wazoo uh, UCLA actually. Yeah, UCLA just doesn't do it for me. UCLA also sneaks in there, and we end up picking a lot of their games. And I still will like steadfastly watch none of their games, which is tough. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm thank you. It, really, what I'm saying is thank you. I mean, I don't love our option here, but you know, we also you gotta do... it being on the Pac-12 network isn't doing it any favors. Correct. All right. Yeah. This correct. That we can't mea watch. culpa. Mea culpa, Jordan. No, I'll, it's I'll good be... to have spirited discourse about these things. Right. Um, Bama, Texas A&M. Seems like this is a, could be like a weird turning point game for both teams, maybe? Not not turning point. I feel like Alabama, Alabama has turned a bit of a corner, but if they lose again, they're kind of out of it, and it would be weird to see Alabama with two losses by October 6th. Yeah. As it is already weird to see LSU with two losses before the end of September, and you know there's there's and a Clemson lot of with two losses and Clemson with two losses. There's a lot of weird stuff going on afoot. There's a lot of weird things afoot these days. Um, Texas A&M has been playing a lot better since getting just dressed down at the hard by uh, the Miami Hurricanes. Um, good defense. I think this one's going to be gross. This one was gross last year. 
has the makings of a gross game. Jalen Milrow did play against Texas A&M last year um, heavily. This was the game I believe Bryce Young got hurt. So um, maybe maybe he's maybe he's uh, coming into his own a little bit. Texas A&M's sixth game, their only road game was Miami. Wow. Classic SEC stuff. Miami. Miami. Scheduling shenanigans. Yep. You guys got anything to say about this one? You going to be tuning in, um, Uncle Gary, Uncle Vern, on the call? I'll probably watch a little bit. I know. I'm sure old Nikki will be uh, frothing at the mouth. Do you think? Do you think? I mean, Lane has to be his assistant that he least wants to lose to, but I feel like Jimbo's got to be up there on the list. Yeah, yeah Jimbo. Jimbo's probably the one he enjoys beating the most. <laughs> that's but Lane is probably yeah. more like <laughs> yeah. an inconvenience like, that I have to play him. That's probably so, true. Do you think it's do you think it's that he enjoys beating Jimbo the most and he's most scared of losing to Lane? Yes, I think both of I those do. can be true. Yeah. I think yeah. I think that's true. And then Kirby is just like he just tries not to think about Kirby because Kirby's, Kirby's done everything. Kirby's, Kirby's the, better than him. Kirby's the estranged son that like has started a business and is he's like the two point He's like the, yeah. the, the two point that is like really really done th- he's the eldest boy, if you will. He, he um, is the eldest boy. <laughs> I think uh Jimbo's the eldest boy for sure. Um Probably. Yeah, I mean, Jimbo, I how old do you think Jimbo is? I think he could be anywhere from fifty to eighty. I think he's probably like fifty-six, sixty-one. Give me one moment. I'm gonna say without looking. I'm gonna say sixty-four. I don't think he's sixty. <laughs> Fifty-seven. Okay. Yeah, that boy's worn I mean, some years. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, man. He was on. He was on Bobby Bowden's staff for a long time. Oh, like, he did have that like he he, he had a youngish son while he was at Florida State. Yeah, yes, he did. Yes, he that's did. younger than our parents. Son. Yeah, I mean, he, um, yeah, mine, mine for sure. Uh, he, what was I gonna say? I don't know what I was gonna say. He did have to deal with the the Jameis Winston college years, which were probably simultaneously good and very aging, very yeah. difficult on on the body. I think that that one famous that one famous picture. I think a fair a, a fairly like publicly embarrassing divorce situation, and I, I believe a didn't he have a sick? Wasn't his kid sick too? This, the grade school it. kid. He put these put know. some miles on. Uh, there's that he had the Christmas, the sad Christmas tree incident when he was leaving Florida State, which yes. was awesome. Um, do remember that? A memory that will live on. This is good analysis of the game. I'm not overly excited about this, but to see what Alabama is able to do against the Texas A&M front, I think will be the most telling matchup in the game. If you if you want anything to look for. Yeah, I'll watch. I got I got nothing better planned at That's this right. hour. Speaking of unwatchable filth. Vanderbilt at Florida guys, it's Gator made week. I don't know if you heard, um, but it is Gator made week in which we celebrate the student athlete development process at the university of Florida. We post videos on social media of players getting fitted for suits. Um, we certainly don't bring okay. up any recent performance about football games or things of that nature. We, uh, we talk about, you know, becoming productive members of society and, and the things that football can teach you. So, um, needless to say, football. the team is locked in for the Vanderbilt game. The team is very injured. Um, you know, the vibes aren't really up around the Florida program, but it is a home game. So they yep. probably eked this one out is what I is what I would have to say. Um, Billy Napier has actually started fielding the, like, will you give up play calling duties Ooh. question in press conferences, which is like a pretty direct 
pretty direct question, but uh, um, yeah, there's, I think some things to keep eyes on for Florida. Um, you know, I don't want to get too, I don't want to be too, uh, you know, emotional or uh, ridiculous about any of my takes here. Um, but Florida's got a ways to go, so it'd be nice to see some progress. Steve Spurrier was quoted uh, saying that he thinks Florida needs to take more deep shots. Love that. Do you think, do you so think that was just on a recording that he had set up? or <laughs> like, I, I have one of those like joke no buttons. Do you think he just has a throw a deep button in his office? I think he's got a wheel he spins when a yeah. reporter calls. Yeah. Right. There are like three options. Yeah. Yeah. More deep like, shots. When I was, you know, back when I was the coach, you know, you just yeah. fire that in there. So we ran up 42 on Georgia. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, if I had to, if I got my way, the logical conclusion here would be like Florida sort of sputters and continues recruiting well. And it forces Napier to like make some like big time reassessments to the on-field staff situation and potentially the play calling situation. I really like Billy Napier as the leader of the program. Don't love him as the, the, the play caller on offense. And that's, you know, fine. So. The, the offensive line is not going to get like a whole lot better between now and the end of the year. And I think that's Florida's main like st stumbling point for what they want to do. So going to have to Is there anybody on staff who has been identified as like, they should let him call plays or is it just a, like Billy should probably give it up? So Billy should probably give it up. I think co-offensive line coach Rob Sale is the co-offensive coordinator as well. Um, he's like a, you know, NFL offensive guy, uh, but I no. To answer your question, no. God knows that there's a run game coordinator and a passing game coordinator and a you know all manner of like analysts that are contributing to play calling. Because um, Paul, pa Paul Pasqualoni, I think Paul Pasqualoni is around the program hanging out. Remember that guy, uh, former Syracuse coach. Um, not that he has much to do, but. When Bronco was at UVA and Dr. Bob was doing Dr. Bob things, it was very popular to, like, let Jason Beck, the quarterback yes. coach, call the plays. Let him call the plays. Jason Beck is now the OC at Syracuse, and they're doing basically the exact same thing. Not right. a whole lot of, like, ooh, that's, that's a nice improvement in the right. Syracuse that I've watched. Anyhow. Yeah, yeah, I mean – the, the, I don't think there is that yet. I think, and I think that's also part of the problem is that a lot of these questions come back to the man in charge and that's to sit up there and kind of like give you the spiel about developing young men every week. And, and, you know, when it's a, gator a making young men, yeah. When making gators, things like that. He, um, was, you know, a little snippy by his standards during the, I think the Tuesday press conference, um, which, Hey, sometimes, great showing Saturday. Sometimes you gotta get it, get in some, you know, that's how you make yeah. things happen. So um, we will keep it moving. This one in the Big 12, a fun matchup, potentially UCF at Kansas. Um, I, I would like to check in on this, but I think that Jalen Daniels is probably hurt and not playing. So maybe that takes some of the shine off of this game. Poor young man gets hurt a lot. Um, but this could be the Jason Bean show. And everyone loves the Jason Bean show. We've often said, We've often said this. <laughs> Bingo. Well done. That's all I got. You guys got any others you want to touch on? Jason, do the Dukes play? Yeah, the Dukes are off. We are idle on Saturday. Oh, vacationing. Yeah. Wow. Um, I will point out that uh, UCF 0-2 in the Big 12 so far. 
With one colossally bad coughed up game, right? After giving up like a 30 point lead to Baylor at home. To, to this year's Baylor team. Yeah. In Orlando. Not great. So the, the bounce house, it must have not been bouncing as much. The bounce house was a little like a basketball that's deflated, it was a little stiff. Uh, yeah. weeks are off. Uh, I had something else I was going to say. I don't remember. Is it about uh, the open letter that the Virginia Attorney General penned oh, to that the NBA? It was, exactly, yes. Okay. The, the AG wrote the letter. Shouts out David Teal. Uh, yeah, seems weird, but whatever. Um, yeah, there was a letter written in support of JMU uh, being bowl eligible, right? Being, being fully postseason eligible. Yeah. Um, to clarify, we are technically bowl eligible this year. If there are not enough six-win teams, that's right. That's right. Um, you mentioned that. This was this was uh, the Virginia Attorney General um, writing to I don't know who he addressed it to, but the president of the NCAA and the NCAA uh, advocating to allow JMU to be postseason eligible, fully postseason eligible. Which I'm not a hundred percent, but I believe would then lead to us being eligible for the Sun Belt Championship game because I if I Remember correctly, um, the only reason we're not eligible for the Sun Belt Championship game is because we can't make a bowl. And so they didn't want, like, the worst-case scenario of we, like, knock out the per the team that's in line for the New Year's Six Bowl or something like that, which I completely understand from a conference that uh, needs every dollar to try to run down the dregs of the Power Five. Um, so I think that that decision would have uh, – rolling effects i also don't think it's gonna happen so it's a good point. but um hey, you know applied, people love people love taking easy stances on things publicly and you know it's a good cause to get behind there's, there's no, no one's gonna stand up and be like hey this is this is awesome totally fair uh i think they made a great decision they did the rules when they signed up as yeah we did and uh jeff born is Bourne said that. playing diplomatically and reminding everybody like listen we knew this was part of the deal um but that being said, here are all the reasons we should be eligible. Um, My heart just breaks for the student athletes. Which is, is probably a perfectly fair way to go about it. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I, do, I do think it's a stupid rule. Um, and I think there's a uh, lot yeah. of, like, My one of the reasons that was given. Athlete. Say what? My heart does break for the student athletes. You know? I know it. I know I'm, it. I'm a, I am out here athletically supporting the student athletes. <laughs> You're such a good athletic supporter. Um, oh. Middle Tennessee guy just got broken in half. Um, so, anyways, I don't think it'll happen, but entertaining way to stay in the news on the bye week. I'm glad it's happening on a bye week because uh, a JMU move from the past couple of years is to do this kind of thing like in the middle of a game week. And then we always like get blasted or something. We got blasted by Georgia Southern after getting ranked last year. Um, so, good, good timing on the bye week. Shouts out. But. Did any of you guys see the um the like if the BCS was around poll that was making its way around Twitter? I saw it. I don't remember anything it said. Oh, do you guys do you guys care to guess who was number one in the BCS rankings? Should, if I remember right, or Michigan? Was it Penn State? No, no, that was that was uh, Bill C's resume. I said that on Sunday. Um, yeah. I remember Florida State. No, it was Miami. Oh wow! Sure, yeah. Why not? Decent win, good performance metrics. I think across the board, they've been sneaky, like really, really efficient. And mm -hmm. I mean, blasting teams. They have a a win yeah. over Miami of Ohio, who's actually like not a bad. That's not a bad win, uh, and they crushed yeah. them. So solid um, MAC team this year. Yeah, and and they demolished 
uh, Texas A&M. I think there was a little bit of Texas A&M gacking it up in that game, but certainly uh, left no doubt. So, yeah, it was interesting. I saw the Dukes. Jamie was like number 13 or something, Jason. It was interesting. You know, one of those like weird things. Georgia, uh, Alabama was like 24. Um, Georgia was like nine. Um, Certainly you can see like the strength of record thing sort of coming to bear. Um, And granted, like some of these schools have like four data points. So not like telling the whole story but it was just interesting to see um yeah. very glad of, we don't have to rely on it anymore i don't yes. know i feel like they i feel like they kind of got it right they got it right most i think i i will say to be fair they never did it with not... the playoff so it's like if they would have used yeah. the bcs formula to seed the playoff right. teams i would have probably been more okay with that than like condoleezza rice and like the ad from <laughs> arkansas true. talking about stuff yeah very much, very correct. That, that's what I should have said. My, my qualm was never with the BCS and its formula. My qualm was always with the, like, it's only two teams. Like, that sucks. And right. so I think Hunter, if we... Hunter Urichek. Hunter Urichek was his name. I'm sorry. I apologize. To Hunter. Apology accepted. Thank you. All right, Jace, Jordan and Jason, but mostly Jordan. Take us to Pickville. Never. Let's do it. Uh, before we go to Pickville, a couple mm-hmm. of other games that caught my eye. Okay. doing some scans. Um Syracuse is at North Carolina. That could get pointsy. Yeah. Um, I, as someone who who reviews the board every week, North Carolina keeps getting favored by like seven and a half, eight, <laughs> seven and a half, eight. The Vegas, the Vegas zone. If Huge you will. teaser favorite of mine so far okay. this season. Has it, has it benefited you? It has. Excellent. Um, another ACC game. That has traditionally gotten weird. Wake Forest is at Clemson. I did see this one. I almost put it on the list, but I wasn't sure how we felt about Wake Forest. Yeah, so I think this could be a good litmus test. Um, For who? For both of them. Oh, okay. See where we stand. I think Clemson Clemson is. Game get weird. Yeah. More often than not, um, they already have two losses. Like, what? What is their incentive to really get after it at this point? Yeah, it would be – I mean, listen, the content would be delicious if Clemson managed to cough another game or two up right here in, in yes. short in short order. I think Clemson is kind of good, and they are just like – like I do I, – I, looking back at the like Duke game, like they messed up. They they They, they – did what Florida did against Utah. They fumbled. They turned it over. They like it was just kind of a gross game. I think metrics wise, I'm I'm thinking that like Duke's post game win expectancy after that game was not like 99% like a 28 to seven score would indicate, right? Yeah. Uh, the Florida State game, they absolutely crapped the bed. They're like doing the to me. It looks like they're doing the like young talented team um, thing, and like I th- I could see them like rattling off some wins and going into next year looking a little bit more Clemson-ish. I could also see things getting off the rails if they, like, drop another one because they are not a complete product, and I think that, like, their week-to-week offensive performance is um, not sustainable. So or it's, it's you can't – it's not reliable, right? So that could lend them to be in some games that they shouldn't be in, but I think their, like, defense is really good and they're pretty talented, as, as much as it pains me to say. <laughs> no, that's fair. That is fair and fine. I think they've I think they've been relatively unlucky, which is a dark thing to say about Clemson. Sure. I would just like I would count on them more than I would count on like 
yeah. Wake Forest being like punching above their sure. weight class like they tend to do. But they Wake do tend Forest to do it. Who so. lost to a weird Georgia Tech team, as we've previously discussed. Correct. Um, two other games real quick. If you want to watch just some nasty dry heaving, Purdue is at Iowa. Yes. So Disgusting. maybe some nap time, background noise. Um, there is one later in the day. Fresno State is at Wyoming. I'm interested to check it on Fresno State. Um, Ooh, they, at Wyoming is always tough, too. That's an Elevation yeah, Boy special for you, Jordan. Yeah, so they have put up some good numbers. Advanced Stats really likes what Fresno State has done to this point. Uh, it's only a five-point spread. Uh, hmm. Advanced Stats has them winning by 11. So might, might have to take a closer look. Uh, at that menu item. But, uh, all right, let's go to Pickville. Here we go. Two nooners this week. Yay. The first is the Red River Rivalry. It is at the Cotton Bowl? Yes. Or is it and the okay. Texas State at Fair the State in Fair. Dallas. That's yeah. right. Oklahoma v. Texas and a resident Longhorn supporter Jason Crick gets the start. The Longhorns are favored by six and a half. Is is Big Noon Saturday going to be there? Are they finally not going to a Colorado game? I think so. Wow. I would think, yeah. Well, this game's on ABC, so I don't know. It's hard to tell. Right. Don't they usually All stick right. with their own games? I sucked the air out of the conversation. Go ahead, Jason. Fair enough. Um yeah, I'm, I'm really happy I'm picking this one first uh, so that I can pick Oklahoma. Um, wow. wow. Trouble in paradise. I think... I think what Texas is, is really, really good. This like, is an emotional hedge. Are you emotionally hedging right now? Who's to say? Uh, so I think... Te- <laughs> might also be an actual hedge, for all you know, Logan. That's right. Oh, it must be really fun. Well, Ron, DeS- right Ron DeSantis isn't no my governor. <laughs> I do brag about that daily. Um, yeah, I, I do. Th- I think Texas is like playoff good. Um, I also think that Oklahoma is very, very good. And this, um, you know, this game's eleven local. This game always gets real crazy. Um, I kind of think Oklahoma may be better set up for a shootout than Texas, um, even though we're not allowed to call it that anymore. Um, that being said, Dollar Oklahoma, in the swear jar, please. Say what? Dollar in the swear jar. That's right. Um, it may be better suited for a showdown. For a, a track meet. Duel in the sun. Um, so I think that plays Oklahoma's hands. And I, I don't know that they'll win, but I six and a half. I really wish it was seven and a half. Um, but I I think Oklahoma can stick with Texas if it gets pointsy. That being said, Texas is Texas is very very good on the lines this year, and I'm not yeah. sure I'm not sure Oklahoma has the beef. Uh, and uh, so if it doesn't get pointsy, I I do think that plays very much into Texas's hands, and this could be uh, like double digit points. But um, I am going to err on the side of fun and say Oklahoma. All right, I'm going to take Texas. I have previously been on the record that I think they're the best team in the country currently. I'm going to stand by that. I'm going to take the Longhorns to win by a tud or more. Um, that being said, 
Venables has the Oklahoma defense playing much better than we have seen it perform traditionally. Um, advanced stats-wise, there's there's a lot of good on both sides. Texas has kind of a glaring weakness in uh, the rush success rate, it looks like. Um, so maybe they just let Ewers throw it 55 times and and we get a real fun one. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Texas more of a proven commodity to this point this season, in my opinion, and we'll see what happens. Uh, yes, I'm also going to go with Texas here. I love skinny Quinn Ewers. Um, I think he's, uh, I mean, I think he's fulfilling his lofty pedigree here this year, but I think this comes down to line play because, shout out Richard Johnson, college football and football in general is a game that is based on blocking and tackling. And I think that Texas does for sure the blocking part a little bit better than Oklahoma. I just think that Oklahoma is probably like a cycle or two behind Texas as far as um, this game being like really competitive um, on talent. Now this is a rivalry game. Things get weird in this game. I could totally see like we have seen in some years recently in the past, some late field dubious field goal situations, college kicker situations playing in, but um, I like Texas here. I think that uh, I think that the line play and their general ability to sort of control the fronts on both sides will be the difference in the game. Um, Oklahoma does like to score some points though. So if we can, if we can get off, if they can break contain a little bit, then this could be a super fun one. Uh, but yeah, give me the horns. Another sunglasses game. Thank the Lord. We'll, we'll be glued to the sunglasses situation. We didn't do a great job of it last week. I know. I was trying to find a picture last week, but I couldn't do it. I heard reports from the field though that he that he was he, he had him going. So we'll see. I, I hope he has a special like rivalry week frame picked out. Like uh it like, looks like Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam with like some smoke and stuff on the side. This is the Red River M frame we're going with, Coach. <laughs> He's going to be like Coach Prime. He's got the blenders, but his are like knockarounds. It's like a different discount sunglasses brand. Uh, our second nooner, LSU at Missouri. Shout out to Missouri. Ranked in the top 25. 5-0, and oh, Missouri. Unbeknownst to a lot of people, um, I would imagine. Coach Beans. Coach Beans and the boys. Um LSU coming off a wacky, chaotic loss at Ole Miss. Um, but they're favored by six and a half. And I have no earthly idea what to make of Missouri. Haven't watched a second of them this season. Um, you didn't watch any of that Kansas State game? The Missouri-Kansas State game was really good. No, I didn't. Featured like a 65-yard field goal by the thick kicker. Missouri has a huge kicker. Uh, that was the walk-off, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'll go ahead and take Missouri. I'll be brave. I can totally see, you know, talent on LSU's side coming together, but vibes might be weird over there. Um I think the vibes are a little weird. The vibes are weird. Has not shown me anything 
uh, consistent to this point to make me believe, like, oh, yeah, it's going to come together. Uh, they shut down Mississippi State, Jordan. Apologies. Thank you. Apologies to Coach Kelly. Um, but, yeah, I'll take Mizzou. Home field, nooner. L- I mean, LSU, go, you go from a wild night loss in the Grove to now you got to turn around and show up to Mizzou at noon and get fired up to win by a touchdown or more. I don't think so. Give me the Tigers of Missouri. <laughs> Should yeah. need to clarify. Yeah. Columbia, Columbia, Missouri. Um, I'll, I'll take LSU. I think that LSU is well suited uh, to win this one, and uh, just based on mostly on on talent and, and bounce back ability here. I don't think Missouri does a whole lot that's like that exotic, and I think that this LSU team really struggled with a well schemed up offense. Um, but you know, Mr. App State, Eli Drinkwitz isn't exactly reinventing the wheel on offense. Uh, Missouri's been good, uh, but I think that they have, you know, not been overly impressive so far. Uh, thick kicker, Kansas State game aside, that was a good win for them. That was also a tooth and nail win. Their quarterback, super tough. The young man really gets blasted. This is this could be a game. Uh, this could be a game amongst two quarterbacks who love just getting the absolute chocolate knocked out of them in games. Jaden Daniels gets hit harder than any dude I've, I've seen he in a gets long time. Drilled. It's like watching Jordan Travis year one. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Like, it's like, he's like made zero attempts to not just get blown up there's no, there's in, no in, in hilarious, in hilarious ways. I mean, you feel bad for the guy, but the content is tremendous. He does a lot of the, like hits the open field and then kind of trips and like loses his like ability to like get down Protect or something. And then just like, him. just kind of like falls into the hit. Anyhow, Keep an eye out for that one. Could be fun. Um, again, another really like if LSU gacks this up, then the content is going to be crazy, and we get we get Mad Brian Kelly. We get an entire afternoon of Mad Brian Kelly post game situation LSU fan fallout. So I'm here for it. I just think LSU is better um, in in most most all aspects of this game. Um, side note: If you guys are interested, I believe his name is Luther Burden, the wide receiver from Missouri, is a stud check him out they get in the ball all the time he's a monster some really good, good to hear as somebody who's picked missouri blindly. yeah <laughs> without doing that um i uh i'm also gonna take lsu um i i do think that missouri is relatively untested um i know they had the kansas state win uh, i know they had they beat memphis um, they struggled with Middle Tennessee State. Um, Who doesn't struggle with the Blue Raiders? I mean, uh, yeah, I just, I'm not. I don't think I'm sold on Missouri quite yet, which probably means they're going to win by 21. Um, but it feels like LSU might not have the dudes they usually do, but they got the dudes enough to do this. So that's, I will also take the Tigers. Succinctly put. Jason. Yeah. They might not have the dudes. They usually do. <laughs> All right. Uh, 3.30 p.m., bell of the ball. It's our only ranked versus non-ranked action on the card. Um, oh, God. Logan was giving me some guff replacing. <laughs> um, I mean, I do hate this, got, but I have to pick it first, too. We've got Virginia Tech headed to Tallahassee. The spread is a whopping 24 points in favor of the Knolls. 
Virginia Tech coming off of a win against Pittsburgh. Uh, I believe they made a change at quarterback as well. Pittsburgh did, um, too. Side note. Okay. No more, <laughs> did, no did, more did, Keaton Slovis? No, Keaton Slovis plays for BYU and has played for them all oh, year. That's on me. Sorry. Sorry to. No, but he's still. I believe it was. I believe it was. It was Phil Jerkovich, the BC we, transfer. Anytime you're bringing confirm, a BC transfer into your into your program, you know things are going well in the quarterback room. Go we ahead. can confirm that Keaton Slovis is not Pittsburgh starter. And so that, was, that, he, that was the question that was asked. And that he potentially is Mormon. Can I confirm do. that as well. Yeah. Who's to say? Um, so I get to pick this one first. Yes. God's 24 good. is 24 even. 24, a clean 24. Oh, big push potential here. Really, really would love that for the boys. Um, I mean, I can run you guys through Virginia Tech's total EPA this year, minus 25.58. That's good for 113th in the country. Would love to see where the boys in dark blue and orange and UVA are coming in on that one because I, I feel like the volatility there. I don't there. think we need to dig into that too far. You know, I'll, I'll, after I make my pick, I'll talk about that. Um, uh, <laughs> it looks like EPA per play, Virginia Tech comes in at 90th in the country. Um, Florida State, though, only 40th. Not as not as awesome as we, we would have thought, although Florida State, great success rate. Um, oof. This is just not great. Virginia Tech's defense is pretty good. I'll take the Hokies to, to make a weird cover here. Virginia Tech's off a bye. New quarterback vibes in Blacksburg. You know, why not? They beat Pittsburgh last week. They're not off a bye. Florida State is. Okay. A little rust versus rest situation. Maybe Florida State comes in a little rusty and unmotivated, which is actually going to be the name of my uh, biography that gets written about rusty me. And rusty and unmotivated. The look, the the authentic Logan Whitehouse story. <laughs> yeah. So give me give me VPI against my better judgment. Florida State could also score like forty eight points in the first half of this one and salts it away. But Florida State's been a little bit weird. Yeah. Just I mean, they're not they're, they're not dominant. People are wondering: Is there something wrong in Tallahassee? Hmm. You know, what could that be? Um, I am going to take Florida State to cover. I have seen enough Virginia Tech football. They are horrific on both lines. Uh, just, just terrible offensive line, terrible defensive line. Um, and I don't think that bodes well uh, going into Tallahassee. Uh, they might get a couple chunk plays off like some broken stuff or like drones rolls out and find somebody, but um. I just don't see how they're going to be able to move the ball or stop Florida State from running for 200. Um, so I will take and talk about the Knowles. Jordan, would you, right. like an up, would you like an update on Virginia's EPA situation before no, we get to this? thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. All right. Let me make my pick, then we, then we <laughs> rip the Band-Aid off. Um, I'm going to take Florida State as well. Uh before I go into why, the, the drones name for a quarterback is awesome, and I can't wait to hear a drones strike get overused <laughs> by color commentators for the rest of his career. Uh, I'm excited. Awesome. I am excited for that, too. Uh, yeah, but I think, like, cool Virginia Tech beat Pitt at home. Uh, they're not playing enter Sandman down in Tallahassee. You don't have the magic of the hokey stone to protect you. So 
You do um, have a, a similarly kind of just drab setup, though. Yeah, two road games for Virginia Tech so far this year. Uh, a 19-point loss at Rutgers and a mm-hmm. seven-point loss at Marshall. Um, mm-hmm. They might not travel well. so They'll just walk I'll into t- Huntington. I'll take the Knowles. Uh Logan, please proceed with the bad news. <laughs> well, I mean, I was just curious. Um, I don't think I realized how bad Virginia has been defensively this year, notably against the run. Um, did, they're giving up, like, against the run, a total EPA of 28.11, which is good for number 119 in the country. Um we're between 115 and 118 overall defense. Um, they somehow have a better total EPA than, than VPI, which is good. Good for 107th in the country on offense. Yeah. Um, but their EPA per play is worse, which I don't necessarily understand how that works out. Um, and their success percentage. That's uh, the Calandria factor. Their general success percentage, minus 7%, is good for 126th in the country. Weird. Wild. So I guess that's like total number of plays that you're you 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 get a success on. Anyhow, things not looking great in in Seville, but just uh, we're really what we're doing here is building the suspense and intrigue around the Commonwealth Cup this year. Who yeah, who this, wants it more? This is our year long project <laughs> is to get people invested in in, in the sicko game. mode game of the year, game of the century potentially. Pro- probably true. Game number four on the Magic Bulletin board. We've got the Kentucky Wildcats Ugh. going to Athens to take on the Dogs. Georgia is favored by 14 and a half, and Jason has the honors. It's a real Sophie's Choice situation here. Boy, I just hate this pick. Um, I'm going to take Georgia. Um, they're at home. Betwixt the hedges at home. Uh, night game. I still, I just like at the end of the day, they're Georgia, and I think they had a scare last week. So this week probably wasn't super fun at practice. Um, I don't know. I, I just, it feels like they're probably too good. And I think they're probably gonna, you know, I, I love Mr. Davis, but it feels like they're gonna bottle him up a little bit better than Florida did. And I'm yeah. not. I don't think Kentucky has any has much past that. And um, yeah, I. It's a big line, but I'm going to take Georgia to cover. They just have to be one dimensional against Georgia. We'll see, just not, go ahead and say that. Yeah. Less than <laughs> ideal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take Georgia as well. Uh, oh, no. I feel like. I feel like we pick this game every year, and I yes. always take Georgia, and Kentucky always covers. So here's me putting on the clown makeup yet again. You're welcome, uh, Lexington. I like when I watched that Auburn game last week. Georgia struggled because Auburn kept rolling out quarterbacks who were willing to do silly things outside the pocket and like run the ball intentionally. I don't think Devin Leary is that guy. Um, so I'm I'm going to take Georgia's defense to effectively stifle whatever Kentucky wants to do on offense. I think Carson Beck's going to be a little – or I guess I'm counting on him 
to be a little more accurate than he was against Auburn. The throws were there. He just missed a few that really could have uh, made that a much more comfy victory. So, sure, give me the dogs. Yep, uh, against really everybody's better judgment here, I will also take the dogs. Um, Jordan, I think you summed it up pretty well. I was going to say, I don't think George, I don't think like trying to run at Georgia is the way to beat Georgia, unfortunately, because they're already the best at doing that and absorbing that. And yeah, I think yeah, they like, practice against it every day. They don't like, they don't, uh, they need some sort of, you know, go, go offense backyard BS team to give them grief. And side note, they do play Ole Miss this year. So let's oh, put a let's, let's put a pin in that. Of course, it's at home because God forbid Georgia have any sort of like you know tough road game at Adversity. any point ever. Yeah. But um, that will be interesting. I, uh, I yeah, I just think that like, Devin Leary against like a Florida defense that they totally had figured out was like nine of nineteen for seventy yards and like one absolute dropped pick six in that Florida game last week too. Like drilled the corner right in the numbers. It was not a pretty performance. I think Georgia's going to load up and force Leary to throw the ball against them, and we'll see what happens. I just don't think that Kentucky has the dudes to win on the outside, and I just it's going to be a long day for Kentucky. So even if Georgia doesn't like crush them, I think that this is a like boat race kind of pull-away situation here for Georgia. Comfy win. Yeah, the advanced stats projection on this is only Georgia by eight. So I'm going against the data. We all are. Because we are brave. Yeah, but that's also factoring in what Kentucky's performances against like no I mean, really like Florida is, was the first like notably good defense that they played against, right? And they absolutely yeah. worked Florida over, so <laughs> shout out. But um like I'm not really that excited about projecting a bunch of ball state victories because for Kentucky. That's fair. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Our nightcapper is only half an hour later than the Georgia kickoff. We've got ACC-ish football in prime time. Oh. Notre Dame is at Louisville. <laughs> Louisville Cardinals are quarterbacked by a young plumber. Uh, is he Jake's son? Have we confirmed? Jake's son, Jack? Um... I don't know. Jack Plummer's big in the mushroom game. Did you know that? Really? He's got, like like a, he's got a like a psilocybin company or whatever. Huh. That was just me vamping while I look up Jack Plummer. <laughs> Jack Plummer. Is he related to Jake Plummer? However, they only happen to share the last name. They are no. not related in any way. Well, there you go. So not... Not a descendant of Jake, Jake the Snake. What a nickname that was, by the way. <laughs> they called that guy the Snake. The Snake. Um, paved the way for Kobe to be called the Black Mamba. Really got the Snake. Nicknames. Wasn't wasn't Kenny Stabler the Snake originally? Yes, uh, I believe that's correct. The Rattlesnake. When he used to go jet skiing and everything. All right, I'm stalling. Uh, <laughs> Notre Dame's favored by six and a half. Um, gosh, I'll, I'll take Louisville home dogs. Um, Notre Dame's had two like high leverage games back to back weeks. Uh, gotta think that's 
wearing on them a bit. Uh, they are on the road for the second straight week. Louisville does a good job of getting to the outside, getting guys in open space. Um, I think Notre Dame's defense is best when you do north-south football. Um, so I'll take Louisville to make it weird at the slice. Um, I will not. I will not take Louisville to make it weird. I saw enough last week for me to know that I don't trust that. And I think Notre Dame's defense is going to absolutely shut down any and all things Louisville wants to do this week. Uh, exotic screen package aside, because nobody nobody has a screen package deeper than Jeff Brom. Um, so if they could bust one or two of those, it might look good. I just don't trust Jake Jack Plummer. And I, yeah, I, I can't really give a whole lot of credence to either of the NC State or Louisville teams. I, they're on, they're on probation for me for a couple of weeks until, until that, they prove otherwise. That Friday night was scarring. Well, you know what? Given your record to this point this season, Logan, I feel good mm -hmm. about you saying that. Thank you. Two weeks ago, I was four one and one. It's fine. We're balancing out. This was your one shining moment. <laughs> It was just a horrendous, um, push, horrendous push situation, by the way. <laughs> you guys, I just shared an image with you in the chat. I don't know if you're if you're interested, but this is what Jake Plummer looks like now. Um, it's a pretty it's, it's pretty damning imagery. He's definitely been doing some psilocybin farming, spending some time indoors. Good for him. In the underground. I have an uncle that kind of looks like that. Oh, nice. He's a cool uncle, though. I mean, he definitely has cool uncle vibes. Long hair. Looks like he like maybe likes to party a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> Jason, what do you think, buddy? I'm stalling. Have uh, we given you enough time to think? Yeah. <laughs> talking Jake Plummer's. <laughs> three different sets of stalling there. Um, I am going to take Notre Dame. I do think um, their defense is good enough, and I saw – the same horror show last Friday at NC State for the Cardinals. Um, yeah, I, I think that that was just that's that's going to haunt me for a while. So I, I Louisville might be good, but I can't look past that. And so I am not concerned at all. Look ahead game last week. They got an extra day to prepare. The slice is going to be entirely burning problem. up. Yeah, the slice is going to be burning. <laughs> I hope it is for uh, wheel route council, Colton Puckett's sake. I hope it is. I don't think he cares about Louisville football at all. But um, yep, I'm going to take the Irish. He all right. If, he would care if they unionized, I bet. He would, as well he should. Well, that's Pickville. We did it. We made it to Pickville. We'll see on Sunday if we made it back alive. Hell yeah. Only one can make it out alive. You guys, you guys got any big fall weekend plans? Apple picking, pumpkin patch. Uh, I think it's a little early for pumpkins. Yeah, okay. I, think they, I think they just uh, the gourds just, just went in. <laughs> it's not, it's not quite gourd season. I don't know. I don't know what I have. I'm, out, I'm out of touch. I'm out of touch with the seasons down here. I might have to. I might have to. Jordan, you gonna be up for a round of golf on Saturday, maybe? Uh, Saturday is doubtful. We'll see how I'm feeling Sunday. We got some 
We got some comps we got to burn through, so we got to st- yeah. we got to start. Potentially, there's potentially rain on the way on Saturday. Too. All right, so I did hear weather was going to be bad, so mm, it's going to soften things up. Scoring candidates. That's right. We could potentially score on some. You you forget that I'm a mutter, Jordan. You forget that I'm a mutter. Yeah. Well, and I got this nice rain gear just hanging up. That's what I'm saying. Jordan can get slotted in that rain gear. Um, I was fully prepared to be a full mutter last Sunday. I was like, I was regaling the first lady of the wheel route podcast with my, my rain gloves and my shacket. Yeah, shacket yeah. I was, I was really ready to go. I really just want to bust the rain gloves back out. It's just like, it's such an outlandish look. I feel like Aaron Rye just out here, double gloving it. Kurt Warnering down the golf course. Connor could probably double glove it because I think he has a couple right-handed gloves that he needs to burn through. Then he, when he accidentally bought right-handed gloves. So Classic. I did that one time. Before I would like actually really played golf, and then I let Jason acquire acquire it. You were like a baseball. You were like a be like I'm a baseball guy. I can wear two gloves. It's no problem. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I wore well, for a, a long time in baseball. I only wore one batting glove. Oh, nice. That's a cool thing. Yeah, I think I I think I had that period. Michael Jackson style. Yeah. Then I got to middle school, and yeah. had mowed enough yards that I could afford a full pair of batting gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Went down to the plate again, sports, and bought you a, bought you a scratch and dent full pair. I probably bought it from like Legends Sporting Goods. Oh, yeah. Oh, that place? Timeless. Yeah, I, I do remember that place. That was yeah. over by uh, the Costco, right? I was in the mall. Legends was in the mall. What was the place over by Costco, though? Yeah, there was a sporting goods place by Costco, like Hometown or yeah. um, Home Dog Athletics. That's going to hit me at the. It might have been that. But I, I went there a few times. I got I got I a like back guy, there once. I feel like our guy, our guy Marty Dean was always lurking in the back no. there. His coaching True. shorts. <laughs> making people uncomfortable. <laughs> Hopefully he listens to the pod. Shout out yeah. to Marty Dean. The best defensive coordinator in the history of the North <laughs> Midget team. He was the first Little League coach I ever had. And I was like, if this is what all baseball coaches are like, I'm in for a long adolescence career he um absolutely just steamrolled me in football practice one time i was wearing pads and a helmet he just ran me over running routes and i cried i remember crying it was a it was a reckoning moment i needed to i wasn't i was just wasn't prepared to be just manhandled like that and uh and then you know you, you grow from these moments I was not prepared to, i was not prepared to be a you know a hands-on slot corner as it turns out I'm more of a I'm more of a like a, a quarters guy. Bail bail coverage. Yeah. Keep everything underneath. All right. Okay, well. Um I'm not sure what's going on here. I, I think we probably have to work on our kitchen. Slowly but surely. Kitchen going? Yeah, what's up what's up progress report there? Lifestyle update. Let's hear it. We've painted all the cabinets. Um we have ordered new countertops and they are to arrive sometime. Um I did I tell you guys on the podcast that I launched another rock through my sliding glass door in my bedroom? No, you did not tell us that. All right, so I've done that again. This is the second time I've done that. <laughs> With the lawnmower uh, again? Uh, the weed eater, yes. And um, <laughs> I have made contact with the company, and it turns out, I think, that 
it's covered under some sort of a dubious warranty that I have. And um, but unfortunately, due to the size of the panels, which is a, a ridiculous like the sentence in the email was cracking me up due to the size of the panels, we cannot just FedEx them to you. It's like, oh, really? You can't send an entire sliding glass door via. FedEx. They don't have a bubble wrap envelope that size. <laughs> so so I was like, you said, but I, apparently I can. I guess just take this email with zero information in it to my local Lowe's and they will order the panels for me. So, um, so yeah, so we're, you know, we're, things are trending in that direction. I do need to finally remove all the glass shards that are currently trapped between my screen and the back door. It's like a double pane glass. It's like insulated glass. So only the outside broke. So we haven't like, oh. we haven't broken contain. We're not like letting the elements into the house. You haven't um, had to tape a tarp over it or. No, like last time I did it, I had to do that. Yeah, uh, we had to sleep one night with a piece of uh, one of my hurricane shutters, like wedged into the just the track and just the humidity pouring in overnight. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, things are moving along. We rearranged the living room. Um, feng Shui is is up better light sight lines and just general overall lighting. Um yeah, you know, things are good. Things are going well. We're we we have a couple shelves to put up in the kitchen, a little bit of painting to do, and we should be um we should be like done for a little bit in the kitchen. Um you know, I think we always like idealize maybe maybe getting a new fridge. Our fridge is not awesome, but you know, it still works, so These are the things we think about. Then that would really leave the only thing left to do is uh the the guest bathroom. It's important. This place is, and this, and we're just, well, this, we'll love this. Move. We'll love this place so much. We'll be ready to move. <laughs> so <Nope. laughs> now we'll see how it goes, but it's a, uh, it's a labor of love. Shout out to the first lady of the Will Rock podcast for keeping it cracking over here. Cause otherwise not much would be getting done around this time of year. So, Hey, and seriously, gotta have some, gotta, gotta get the momentum going. Um, I do have a ladder and a sawzall here. Just ready to do some damage. Love that. It's a potent combination. Have you mm -hmm. taken saws all to your to any of your Frankenstein clubs in the garage? I have not. No, I have, I have not done that. Tinkering with like, you know, maybe shaving a quarter inch off of a shaft or something. I, I thought about doing that. I actually heard they'll they'll cut your shafts down at a plate against sports. Hmm. So I thought about just going in there and just like randomly getting like a like a three wood like sawed off to the length of a sandwich since I evidently hit that club a lot better. Just do like the reverse Bryson and get all my long clubs to be the length of like wedges and you can just like build it out in the wrong direction. I have a single length set, but everything is pitching wedge length. It which would be works. which would be truly sick. Be if wild. You think about it. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. I do have a backup. I do have my uh my my backup driver. Maybe that'll be my fairway finder. Hmm. See, this is why I don't get stuff done around the house because now I'm going to be <laughs> sawzall. I'm going to be sawzall thinking about two drivers in the bag. Planning your terrifying 14 club combo. <laughs> I'm going to be sawzalling uh, the old Callaway XR. <clears throat> okay. Well, guys, it's the Wheel Rob podcast. You know what it is. Thanks for joining us. We're on Instagram. We have an email address wheelroutpodcast.gmail.com. You can go to thewheelroute.com. You can stream the show there. You can see pictures of us there. You can see the pick spreadsheet there. Until we meet again on Sunday afternoon, go Gators. We love you. Go Hoos. Go Dukes. Go Dukes.